0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. Spotify Green Room. It's the live, audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Long story short, it's like Twitter on a way. You're posting your thoughts as the game goes on and you don't have to worry about some random dude with five followers trying to troll you. It's basically a place where you can hang out with your buds that have similar interests and you don't have to worry about anything else. All you gotta do is download the Spotify Agreement app. It's free on iOS App Store or Google Play Store. Create your profile, link your Twitter or join some sort of group. Spotify Green Room. Check it out. Alright guys, welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Friends podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. Brought to you by the Sports Drink, which you know it went live actually. SportsDrink.org. Check it out, lots of content. And lots of awesome people that I work with. Uh college football was in effect last night. We saw Ohio State beat Minnesota. That was one of the games. One of the games I watched. I mean, Minnesota, they gave Ohio State a game early on. And then, um, before before the second half, before the first half was over, Minnesota had a chance to throw a big punch. And... Minnesota QB Tanner Morgan misfired on the throw. I mean, it was, I mean, his receiver, he had great separation. He had a step on the, the back. If he catches that, they're up at halftime. And, well, actually, they were already up at halftime, but they would have been up by more. Second half, they fell apart. And when time they try to get back in the game, it was like their defense just forgot how to play defense. I mean, C.J. Stroud got a lot more confidence as the game went on, and he was hitting it. And I guess what, 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 what C.J. was doing more than anything was he was trusting his receivers and his uh, other, you know, running backs more than anything. Once he realized he can get them the ball and they were going to do their thing with it, he didn't have to w- really worry about anything else. He didn't have to worry about fucking up because if he threw the ball to them, they were going to get it. If he threw a little, you know, if they were just wide open, like a little routine pass— they're going to make something happen with it, which they did. And that's why they're Ohio State, and that's why they're Minnesota. That's the big difference there. I mean, it's a, just you know, Ohio State just has too much talent, and you know Minnesota you can scheme all you want, but if you don't have the players to match up with them, that's what happens. But if you bet the overnight game, I'm sure you're sure you were happy. Now tonight, tonight's game we have uh, Virginia Tech and North Carolina. I like Virginia tech tonight because I just love coastal chaos and I think we're due for it. And I would just be, and I think that'd be on brand for the ACC, especially in the coastal where the one, of the, where the favorite to win the conference just loses their opener, you know, their conference, you know, their, their divisional opener. That just seems pretty, um, seems pretty on brand, but we're going to get to the ACC predictions here. Um, And, of course, I have to do my college football predictions as well. I used to do those a good bit. So we'll get to those. Um, Let's go through our news here. Uh, Local Pittsburgh news, um, as we all know, smith Schuster of the Steelers posted a TikTok video of him doing the milk crate challenge. And of course, if you've all seen these, people have been doing them, and they've been some have had good luck, some have had bad or worse luck. Where they're just falling off of them, some are getting pranks pulled on them, where they just people are just shoving them off the crates. Juju's um, video just has him pretty much in the second half of the uh, challenge where he's walking down. Now, to his credit, he does have spotters on both sides of him. My hope is they were going to catch him if he fell. You know, that would have been a great, um, you know, that, that would have been great. But people, obviously, in the media and, of course, in Pittsburgh got upset over this because Juju's on TikTok being Juju, and he's doing it for the brand and the gram and the likes, retweets, and whatnot. My thing is, is he didn't get hurt. It's over, so really, there's nothing more to get upset. I mean, there's not much to get upset over and make a big deal out of it. Was it a bad idea to do? Yeah, it was a, it was a bad idea. Especially when you got your, uh, especially when you got the regular season coming up. And your receiver, who had to accept a one-year deal because you couldn't get anything on the open market... and you're playing for a bigger salary and a more, or, or an extension. So when you do things like this, teams aren't going to really, you know, it's going to, you know, they're going to say, are we, do we really want to really pay this guy this money? Or is he going to go do, do some, some of this stuff on, on TikTok or Instagram, or whatever that's going to put himself, you know, put, put, put himself at risk. You know, is, there, is it, I mean, is it worth the, is it worth the headaches? I mean, he this past year he signed a one-year, eight million-dollar contract. I mean, he got a nice little, he got a pretty nice signing bonus. I think seven million. I think. Yep. I mean, he's going to get seven million guaranteed out of this. So, and last year, as far as his stats go, I mean, twenty nineteen he had forty two catches, five hundred fifty two yards. 2020, he had 97 catches for 831 yards and nine touchdowns. Now, in terms of touchdowns, nine is a great number to have. But he had 97 catches for 831 yards. I mean, obviously in the open market, he didn't, um, there wasn't much convincing. I mean, the Chiefs didn't offer him. I mean, the Chiefs supposedly offered him money. He it wasn't much. So he also could went to the Ravens as well, but for a reason he's he's looking for something, and he you know it just uh, he if he wants something long term, he just you know he should probably avoid doing things like this. I mean, it's great that he didn't get hurt. I'm not bothered by it, but other, t- when teams look at you and they see what you're doing, they're, you know, they're going to say, well, does it, you know, can you, can you knock this, can you knock this, you know, knock it off? Who knows? But anyways, let's stop talking about that so much. Uh, and we're going to get in the ACC predictions here in a minute. Um, there's also some other fun things. Big Twelve is going to be offering conference invites to BYU, Houston, Central Florida, BYU, Houston, Central Florida, and Cincinnati. Now, that's not really gonna, to be honest with you. That's not a bad football conference if you if you think about it. Cincinnati's been doing pretty well after you know being pretty much in the, in the AAC. Houston's made the most of theirs as well. BYU is BYU. Same with Central Florida. I mean, you're, I mean, it's a good conference. I think a, what, I mean, I think you got to feel for SMU because they're left out. But, do you, I mean, do you need that? I, mean, I mean, but this, you know, I think Houston's just won Texas school too many, so I don't think they can do it. Um, if the AEC is going to have to add more teams, I think they probably, maybe they, maybe they bring in Rice to replace Houston because they need that Houston, you know, that uh, presence. But the thing about Rice is their football stadium isn't all that great. I mean, it's, a, I mean, a Super Bowl was hosted there in the, in the early '70s. I mean, it's, it's a 70,000 seat stadium, although it's been condensed to 40-something thousand. And I think there's yeah, and I think there's probably yeah, and I think there's probably less no, there's not less capacity actually. I thought the, I thought there may be, but no, but yeah, it's been condensed to forty seven thousand seats, but their basketball program is is mm, bad, and I mean it, it pretty much. They pretty much play in a high school gymnasium for uh, for basketball. I mean it's great. I mean, you get good. I mean you get a great view of the the, the court and everything. I mean it's. I'm telling you, I mean, it's, if you're going for basketball, it's really nice, though. It's, they have really, I mean, you got to get a great view of it, you know, it's close up. I mean, I practically had court side seats for 40 bucks. I mean, I was in the front row right behind the behind like the ESPN table at one time. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And that was like 40 bucks. Yep. But I don't think the Big 12 is going to implode, and I don't think they're going to lose their P5 status because they're vital to this whole college football thing. And I do feel that conferences are starting to fear, fear that this SEC is forming a mega conference. And when our teams start leaving, because I think if the Big 12 implodes, ACC is going to be next, Obviously. But maybe not so much. I mean, ACC—they're probably going to take Clemson, Florida State, and they do that. They do that. I mean, you still have. To, I mean, one thing you have, to, you have to worry about is whether the Carolina teams leave, which I'm not sure if they will, will, will or would will if they're offered. And who knows? They might. That's a, that's an alarming thing. If the I mean, if the SEC even wants them, but I think the Big Twelve, big, the Big Ten, obviously would have. Probably is going to start worrying as well because for them, all it takes is one team to leave. I mean, from the SEC, like I said, I go for the weakest link where I mean, it's a team that's most likely to leave. I mean, I, I go and I ask Penn State, and if they do that, and then I think, you know, that's when it becomes a whole domino effect. But that's, you know, and I think that's what they're trying to avoid is that because conferences, if they, if they lose these teams, they're losing money. But, anyways, just a little hypo- hypotheticals. That's all that is. But let's go and let me talk to you about Spotify Green Room. It's a live, audio only sports talk platform. Free to download on use. She talked about her fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free on the iOS App Store or Google Play Store. Create your profile, link your Twitter, and join a group. Spotify Premium. Go check it out. All right, so we've reached the halfway point. Let's go to the ACC predictions here. Now, I did see that somebody had a pit winning only three conference uh, conference games. And you got to take these, a lot of these predictions from national people with a grain of salt because they don't really listen. They don't really watch a lot of these teams nor know their know, know the, know what players are on the roster. They're just picking like I'm doing now. I'm just going to be picking teams. My obviously winner of the ACC conference is going to be Clemson because they're going to... Top to bottom, they're going to be stronger than ever. I mean, despite losing you know Trevor Lawrence... They're still going to be a force to reckon with. Now, looking up top to bottom here, let's see. Let's start with the Atlantic. First of all, I like Clemson. They're the obvious one. People love NC State number two, and I just don't understand it. They were great last year, but, I mean, wasn't the year before they were supposed to be even great, and they just weren't? I mean, I I, I always find out, you know, some, some teams... When you expect them to be great, they're they're not. And then when when you don't expect them, they are. Um, I don't know about this one. Because here's the thing. You got Clemson, you got NC State, Boston College, Florida State. Those three teams, I mean, any one of them could be number two. And Florida State needs better quarterback plays. So they got Mackenzie Milton coming in from Central Florida. He was, I mean, he hasn't played because he's been hurt. I don't know. It all comes down to that. But I think I'm going to go with Boston College for number two. And I'm going to go Florida State for three, NC State for four. And then five, six, and seven, got Louisville, Wake Forest, and Syracuse. Uh, I'm going to go with Wake at five. Louisville at six. Syracuse at seven, because Syracuse just isn't good. Uh, let's go to the... I mean, the Coastal Division here that... Um, I'm looking at this preview from uh, Bill Bender of the Sporting News. I mean, he actually pretty much nails down the Coastal. North Carolina is your obvious favorite, number one. Number two, Miami. Pitt at three. I'd probably go with Pitt at three. Virginia Tech at four. Virginia at five. Tech at six, Duke at seven. But Tech hasn't really been good, though. So, I don't know. I think I would still, well, I think they may move up. But but I would say pretty much, yeah, this whole stands out. I mean, um, I think I would flip Virginia, Virginia Tech. Because I think Virginia is going to be a lot better next this year. So, North Carolina, Miami, Pitt, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, and then Duke. Although, I think if Duke can, um, one thing I heard Duke last year was turnovers. I think if they can minimize them, maybe they flip over Georgia Tech, but you know, Tech is, is getting better. I mean, they, I mean, when you're going from a mostly an option offense, trying to change the whole thing around, the whole program around, it's going to take time. Now let's look at the top 25 tonight. Uh let's see, North Carolina Virginia Tech Plays. Uh, I like Coastal Chaos, like I said. But going back to my coverage predictions, I I I'm going I'm skipping one head another. I thought that was gonna take longer than I thought it would, but it was like a, basically cliffs notes, short but sweet. Um Let's go back to the top one. Let's go back to the predictions now. Um, I love Coastal Chaos, so I'm going with Tech, Tech tonight. Oh, that thing, North Carolina, North Carolina probably does win this one, but I love Coastal Chaos, so I'm, I'm picking Virginia Tech. Do I run in this game at 63 and a half? And, pardon me, my gut my gut thinks this, this goes under. You know, it's on, on paper, it could go over, but I think it's going to go under. Now for Saturday, what do we have? Penn State-Wisconsin. Penn State, Wisconsin. It's the early game. It's at Wisconsin. Over under the... Excuse my... Ugh, total on this game is 50 points. Uh, Wisconsin's a five and a half point favorite. I actually like the over in this game. I like the over. Um, yeah, I think it goes over. But... Um, I like Wisconsin this this one. I think they went big. you know I don't think they went big, but I think it's a close one. If Penn State does pull off a win, it's probably going to be in the second half because they're always a second half team. at 230. we got Alabama and Miami. Bama should win that one easily. Miami's you know they're, they're, they were a lot better last year, but they're not Bama good. Indiana and Iowa. I mean, this is funny. I mean, Indiana's 17th ranked playing Iowa. Uh, Uh-huh. I like Iowa at home. I like Iowa at home. They're a four-point favorite. I mean, Indiana had a great season last year, but I got to go with I mean, I just like Iowa at home. I mean, you you always got to ride with the Hawkeyes at home. Uh, let's see, 23rd rank Louisiana, Texas, 21st rank Texas. The Shark era starts. It's in Austin, so I go with Texas. 5th rank Georgia and 3rd rank Clemson. Clemson's bringing a new QB. It's at home, though, but I'm going with Georgia in this one. I think they uh, hand Clemson a loss. And, of course, Sunday we've got Notre Dame and Florida State. And they should win that one easily. Now, as I go to the rest of the ACC, Duke and Charlotte. Duke's a favorite in this one. Ah, oh, man. i go with Duke. Although, I think, although if you're looking for an upset, probably Charlotte. Duke hasn't been good. Wake and Old Dominion. I'm going with Wake. Although, you know, Old Dominion isn't, uh, you know, they're not much of a pushover. I could be wrong, though. I haven't looked at their schedule. In fact, let's do that. I mean, I got my computer in front of me. Let's Google Old Dominion football. And of course, they're not going to show me anything. What about twenty twenty? Oh, right here. How were they last year? Okay, they didn't play until last year, pretty much. Yeah, I'm going with du- yeah, go with Duke. I would definitely go with Duke then if they have not play all year. Now, let's see. Colgate and Boston College plays. Let me see here. Got to go BC, Pittsburgh, obviously going with Pitt. Syracuse should beat Ohio. I mean, Solich is out. They're bringing a new coach. Syracuse got to do something here. Georgia Tech, Northern Illinois. That's not going to be an easy game either, but I like Georgia Tech. Virginia, William Mary, you take Virginia. Louisville and Ole Miss. Uh, I'm going with Ole Miss in that one. And, of course, Notre Dame, I got them going. So that wraps up the, my, my top 25 ACC predictions. Man, this was this was a quick one. I mean, definitely quick. I mean, I thought this was going to take longer, but it didn't. Anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Have a, have a great Labor Day weekend. Held to pit. Talk to you later.